getting a good. I've been told to speak up all my life, and now I'm mad. Fuck you. I'm gonna whisper. I'm looking at the things. Once uh, upon a time. This better. In Transylvania. I turned the gain up. It was better. There was a fat cock. Also, it doesn't really matter. I don't care. I can I can turn the volume way up uh, in post production. We're just looking at it now. I've already begun recording. <clears throat> Sorry, this is a little probably uncomfortable for Why you. Are you putting balls on my leg? Because you like my balls. Cold toes. I'm oh, sorry, that won't help. Mm, I'm scared of that door. Oh God. I can't close it. I know, but I like. I didn't know it was open. I told you I'm streaming here at night, and the shit just like. Why well, lean and I, it like looked like it moved. The light's gonna turn off. Oh, excellent. We're talking about Dracula, and the light's gonna turn off, and the door is gonna like slowly come open, and the baby's just gonna scream and just shit myself. Here, put your. Dick in your butt? Yeah, dick in my butt. Now I have a camel toe. Ah! Please don't touch me with your cold toe. Also, do I also have a bruise on my inner thigh? What? Maybe we're being attacked by demons every night. <laughs> they only like our inner thighs. <laughs> no, I only like my inner thighs. Sexy. Wow, oh, this couch is so much more comfortable than the chair. Nice. Oh, okay. I can't read my own handwriting. I thought that said tortua, and I was like, what the fuck? I thought it, it. These are two different words. Like, did you begin that words. notebook with Dracula? Yeah, this one. The other one I had. Uh, I guess I did too, actually. No, wait. I have one episode of Would You Rather. Jerk. You also have the word nipple. Uh. No, I have two episodes of. Would you rather? Excellent. What is this nipple? The nipple cord. Finger. Oh, right. Because I use this page. Then do we have a product for you? A must-have for anyone. Oh, you. Nice. So, how have you been, sir? Uh, today was weird. It was weird. It wasn't weird. It, the baby was just really mean to me today. Did you have, like, close. a really long weekend or not? Did I have a long weekend? Or not? No, it actually, it might feel shorter than most weekends, and it sucks because it was three days. Yeah, I mean, we had the opportunity to do a lot, but we just didn't. We... I don't feel too bad about it. Took I mean, trash we... out. Took trash out. I needed a break, so... Yeah, okay. no, it wasn't bad. It was a nice... I don't know if it felt relaxing or not. I don't know, it just kind of went by really fast. Yeah. We did really leave the house. You left the house, so I didn't... What did I do? I don't know what I did. You I just left went to, like, random places. to help your mom and stuff. And I went and got food a couple times. Yeah, I stood on the porch briefly. You did leave the house, though. You went to my mom's. I stayed you, in the car. You did stay in the car, but at least you left the house this weekend. Yeah, and I so I stood on the porch yesterday, okay, good. Yeah. briefly. And that was a moment, right? Or today. Yesterday. Not today. <laughs> I don't know days. Yeah, I don't think you left the house today. Yeah, okay, it was yesterday. Yeah. Wow, was today another day? Huh. Yeah, today Just was a day. kind of blended together. Today was a day, was a day. Wow. Oh, you can tell them about our exciting idea for Resident Evil. Which idea? Since we don't want to actually... My idea? Well, you had the idea, too. They're different ideas. Wait, were they? Okay, well, I'll tell them mine, and then you can tell them yours. Well, mine sucks compared to yours. Does that mean you just, like, didn't listen to my idea, and you were like, oh, this is my idea, no, I think I cut and you off. just projected yours onto me? I think I cut yours off, yeah. Well, I just assumed that you had the same idea. So I thought it was, like, such an, an obvious idea. I don't know. Anyway, uh, my idea <laughs> Jerk. was that we watch Resident Evil movies, like, all in um, succession. Is that what the word? Yeah, that's yeah, a word. Rapid succession, like, right back to back. And uh, we flip-flop our dicks out. 
no, no, no. We um we <laughs> we record like a five or ten minute like reaction to the film, and we talk about like what we thought about the film. Like we could sort of critique it, but it wouldn't be like a full like normal like review of the whole plot and everything. Um, but it would be like a wow, I thought that movie was so great. Holy shit, I liked when this happened. I liked when this happened. I didn't like when this happened. That was shit. They could have done that better on uh, what I expect of the next film. And we do like a five to ten minute like kind of review of the movie like that. And then we watch another one, record another five to ten minutes. And then the whole podcast is kind of like... Like the whole episode is just us like progressing downwards. <laughs> because like we know that the movies get worse. But like we can actually hear ourselves be like, wow, that's fucking terrible. Oh my god. And you can like hear the hope drain out of us. <laughs> and that, that that's really what I want to see. Like I want to see... Either we went way up, we thought the movies got better, or we went way down. We, these movies got progressively fucking awful. I don't want to hear a neutral. And I'm not going to force it, but I just want to hear what happens when we react to each movie like back-to-back. I, I think that would be cool. So do you mean all-in-one? All-in-one go? Um, Originally I did, but we watched the first one today, so probably not. I mean, not. do you mean all-in-one episode? All for one episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to release, okay. like, five five-minute episodes. Okay, I misheard you the first time, then. Yeah, we'll do that. That like, was, yeah. That was your episode? Or that was your My, idea? Yeah. I just assumed it was going to be longer than a regular one, since we are going to talk about, like, five or six movies. I don't want to do a six-hour podcast. No, I just meant instead of, like, an hour, like, maybe two hours, or closer to two hours. Oh, no. Although our last... No. Our last Would You Rather went from fucking 30, 45 minutes up to an hour, 45 See, it'll be like that. They are, they are getting longer. It's because we're getting more comfortable. We're talking more. Secretly, it's because I don't have to edit so much out because of our new podcast host. But We're masturbating more. That's true. We're taking more pauses. I did cut like 20 minutes out of the last episode. If you guys didn't check that out, it's available now. If you're looking for um, Andrew's episode of the podcast on Stitcher, you're going to be a little disappointed because Stitcher, for whatever reason, won't upload that episode. I keep it's been banned. I'm gonna have to like email their customer service because they really won't show up, and it's the only episode that's doing that. It's okay because we have so many already, but like in the future, if I get really excited about an episode and I post it and it won't like load on Stitcher, I'm gonna be kind of sad because every time we do an episode, I I I look it back and I'm like, that was the best episode we've recorded <laughs> so far. I, I like that feeling, you know. It's kind of um exciting to always feel like you've done your best work. Because it just means that we're learning and growing together. And that's cool. I like that. Oh, that was so sweet. Well, I mean, if you... Like, I wouldn't want to record an episode and I'm like, well, that was worse than what we did last week. That <laughs> well, would, that sucked. That would feel bad. You know how excited yeah. I got when we did our first, like... It wasn't titled bonus episode yet, but we did our first, like, Would You Rather group. Like, mm-hmm. I was so excited about that. Like, I was, like, telling everybody, you know, I was like, guys, listen to this. It's so good and funny and hilarious. And that was a good time with you. And then we did the next episode, um, and that was fun. And then, what, we did Robbie's episode, and I was like, wow, that went really, really smoothly. That was, like, the best episode we've done. So much so, I think we got a little we got a little too hung up on the Would You Rather stuff. Now I need to get back to our main episodes, because we are a movie review podcast. Speaking of movies. <laughs> Speaking of movies, we watched 1931 Dracula, so you know what time it is. Fap time. Fap time. Which is, time it's like fap-sturbate. nap time, but it's fap time. It's fapsturbating. It's the same as masturbating, it's like it just has a different word. Not good. 
Yeah, it's not good. Just like my mood it's right like now. If you want to shorten a word, but you like combine two and make a longer word. So I'm showing Sarah the joys <laughs> of RuneScape. <laughs> Let me do this one little short thing, story. Yeah. Short story because I had the most ridiculous RuneScape story happen to me, and I feel like everyone has like a really bad RuneScape story, or they've heard one before, where some guy scammed me out of all my dicks because he told me that he was a he was an admin or something. Uh, <laughs> I bought twelve girlfriends for a hundred k. Everyone has those weird stories. My weird story happened today. This guy in chat was like, follow me if you're erect. So I, being the jokester, the prankster that I am, followed him and I said, I'm super hard, my dude. And he goes, here you go, and trades me half a million dollars in the game. Which, uh, (laughs) in-game currency is actually quite a lot. So (laughs) that was funny. And then he goes, anyone that erect deserves a reward. (laughs) So good. It was such a random thing to happen. I haven't played the game in over a year and I came back today and I was like, wow, this is what I've been missing. That's so good. Beautiful. At least he didn't, like, tell you to send him pictures. He's like, show me your dick for I'm half a minute. Show your dick and I'll give you more. I probably would have shown him my dick. Really? Yeah, I have so many pics. Okay, well, um, it's alright, I guess. It's your dick. You can, uh... Send it to whoever I want. Show it to old men on RuneScape if you want. But I can't show it to whoever I want. Only old men. Only old men. On, on RuneScape has to be anonymous. <laughs> Only old men on RuneScape. <laughs> That's true. We can do whatever we want anonymously, but as soon as our name is involved... It's a little personal. It's bad. I probably shouldn't send anyone my dick. But you could send it to our email. But we're in a relationship. <laughs> I said you could no, send it to our I email. I can't send it to our email. We need dick pictures. We need people to email us. We get lonely in our inbox. We want your dicks. We don't want your dicks, but we if don't you want, want to send dicks. us dicks, then that's fine, I guess. We're accepting of dicks. Ooh, if you have a good RuneScape story, <laughs> send that shit to our email. By now, you've probably heard our email address, but if not, then it's audience2podcast at gmail.com. Also, I feel like someone told us to do social media, so this weekend we fucking did social media. If you guys haven't followed us yet on Facebook, then go to audience2podcast page on Facebook. We should make an Instagram. You should make an Instagram. You post pictures of the baby, pictures of our up-and-coming podcast creation room. The up and coming yeah podcast creation room yeah that should like be the that. title of the instagram and they're gonna be <laughs> like uh we're gonna delete your account because you're dumb oh god no I'll say they wow. would have deleted my account so long ago Ugh. i know it's crazy i'm so dumb um very sexy yeah i guess speaking of sexy what for me this weekend went by really fast yeah so someone called me sexy twice on runescape today oh my god yeah Was i know it the guy that gave you money no Damn it. No, I streamed I streamed RuneScape for like three hours tonight, mm-hmm. which went uh, pretty well. I don't know. It was so odd because I was doing nothing. I was just like, I'm going to cook chicken for three hours. And like someone actually, actually multiple people came to watch me for three fucking hours. Pretty crazy. The guy, the guy just started following me around. He's like, you're sexy. <laughs> oh, oddly, he told me that my hairstyle, he said, you really rock that hairstyle. I saw that. He, saw, he told me twice, two times that my hair was nice. What a nice complimenting guy. I know. Guy. I thought it was a girl, actually. A and sexy then because he only wanted to listen to Spice Girls and I uh, kept telling him my hair was nice. So didn't he say he was a manly guy? He said it was a very manly person. So he's probably a woman. 
probably a man. I don't know. I don't care. I don't really. It don't, I don't really think it matters. I was just thought it was an interesting dynamic going on. We should be radio hosts for a day. We should do one episode of the podcast where we like just do throwback songs and we're like classic DJ hosts. Classic DJ ghost. We talk about like current times, but we only play like 70s music. 1700s music? 1700s Get music. It right. My eyes just crossed it. Break, break out the harp and the lyre. Break out the dick and the wire. Oh, what are you doing in my dick? Actually, that's a scene in the Human Centipede 2. Really? With wire? A dick and barbed wire. Ooh, gross. And then rapey stuff. Rape? Well, yeah, it's Human Centipede. I feel like the whole concept of that is rape. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Ooh, what if it's a huge metaphor for being raped and then always remembering it? I don't because he literally sews you. Was like a shitty movie and sucks. Okay, no, but (laughs) good. (laughs) It sucks, so I don't want to believe there was any like really artistic like metaphor behind it. I want to believe this guy was like, "It's gross. I'm gonna do this movie." And it's I don't know. I haven't haven't looked up any lore for it at all. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Have you seen the second one and the third? You did you sit all the way through the third one? Mm, I'm pretty sure I did. I don't remember. I started it and I was like, "This is so." There are a lot of movies that I just don't remember, but. I think I did. I don't know. I binge watched a lot of things. I started and it was just like dumb and offended me in like three different ways. Well, I don't know. I haven't looked up that guy at all, so I wouldn't be able to tell you if he was artsy or not. He might be in a band. Probably in a band called Human Centipede. No, I think he actually is the lead singer of a band. What is the band called? I Created Human Centipede? No, but we're going to figure this shit out at some point. Not right now. And also probably not. Before bed, I'm going to whisper in your ear, this guy's the lead singer of this band. And you're going to be like, oh. And have a dream about I'm it. gonna be like, no, nah, I don't care. And I actually will not have put earplugs in and be like, shut the fuck up. It's Sarah. very rare when something follows me from the day to my dreams, actually. And it's it's kind of crazy to me that almost every single night you have a dream about what happened during the day. Like, there, you tell me your dream, and I'm like, yeah, I remember when that happened to you yesterday. But then, yeah, I then never happens to me. Like maybe like once every three months or something stupid. Like so low, so rare. I don't know. That's interesting to me. You're interesting to me. But I wonder why that's happening to you. What do you think? Why I dream about stuff like that happens to you throughout the day. But it's so regular for you. I'm kind of jealous. It's kind of cool. I've always had like dreams like that, so I don't. Do you think they're like? reverse premonitions no like your day was a prequel to your dreams <laughs> no you i mean i guess like, technically yes but you think no. you're ha- like by experiencing the day and then reliving it every night do you think that your days are like premonitions and your dreams are real stop you're making me scared scared Why? i'm actually just bullshitting i don't know what the fuck you would say you see this wait your hair the so hair's recently gone bald i'm not look stop pulling it out i'm not pulling it i'm, telling, you I'm just have running. so much like hair you do that and then look at your hand do you have hair in your hand now no oh yeah i do actually <laughs> well maybe we're just fucking old yeah i think we're old that's crazy dude it's every time i do it stop doing it all right that time i don't think it was in there but well there you go I, pulled I just wanted to keep doing it until like i couldn't do it so then i will have like, one have strand hair of left. hair no it's instead fine. of a snaggle tooth you'll have a snaggle strand of hair <laughs> ew and i'll like it, it'll blow in it. the wind <laughs> <laughs> it'll blow off in the that's wind that's so attractive bald so ew you we were. watched Dracula. No, I was going to talk about the vampires that we did. We like, did the so vampires. So I want to talk about what led me into 1931 Dracula. 
What What do you think led us into this? All right, I think I'm done pulling my hair out. Oh my um, god, you're so distracted by your balding beard. Sorry, it's very worrisome to walk around and just be covered in hair. Well, stop worrying about it. I look down and there's just go get hair. stronger vitamins. I mean, it's just gonna happen. Like I know it's gonna happen, but it's not. I'm nice. still gonna love you. It's fine. You can yeah, wear a hat all the time. It's just annoying, and I, at work I just leave hair everywhere, and I'm, people shave your head. Find my hair. Shave your head. Like, if you shave your head right now, your hair will only grow and not fall out. So every day, right now, when you're like, I don't want to shave my head. My baby but when your hair, me. she'll be scared. She'll be your like, hair are you? falls out right now, and you're like, oh. Oh no, I'm so sad. Every day, your hair will grow, and you'll be like, wow, I'm so proud of my hair no, for growing. No, because shaving your head and trying to grow your hair out is really annoying, because you go through a mullet stage. There's no way around it, really. You kind of have to grow through the mullet stage and, like, style it away that where it doesn't look like a mullet, but... You fucking have a mullet, okay? Well, you have to shave all of your hair, not just like not you just shave the it size. all. Then, as you're growing it back out, it doesn't grow evenly. No, mine doesn't. I've done it before. You were like super lesbian, bald head, shaved head. Not like bald, but yeah, shaved. Hmm, nice. I like tagged you in a picture on Facebook when I did it. Oh my gosh! Freshman year of college. I don't jerk. remember. You probably commented on it. I think you probably. Did. You probably were like, didn't. "You ugly whore." And I was like, "Oh my god, Steven." No, I doubt it. <laughs> I don't think I would ever call you ugly. You're so pretty. <laughs> You're my number one fan. Oh my god. Is it like misery? Am I going to hit you with a dick with a sledgehammer? That's no, I don't happens. think you're like super interested in my content, but you are interested in me and that's, that's great. Well, I don't write stories that, you know, I might die before I finish. Although if I were writing a story, I'd probably die before I finished it. Oh. It takes me forever to write. Also, it takes me a long time to read, but that's because I'm a stupid. You're a stupid? Yeah. Anyway, we looked up vampires. So we were watching this vampire (laughs) documentary and we were like, oh my god. We should definitely do an episode doing Dracula from 1931. It's so iconic. People love that movie, but we're going to watch it and we're going to find some shit that we can like totally riff on it because it is fucking iconic, but it's also fucking terrible. And I have, <laughs> it's not terrible. Okay, it's definitely not terrible, but it's, it's, it's got so many scenes that like make me laugh. Take a moment and go, that's awful. Why the fuck did they put this in the movie? It has the most varying talent in most, like in any movie I've seen in a long time. Like, there are some actors and actresses in the movie that fucking, like, nail every scene, every line that they're given. They knock it out of the park. And then there are other characters that look like they were brought in off the street and they don't give a fuck about the performance at all. And we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about all the iconic scenes in the movie that I think really stuck with Hollywood over the next, like, hundred years, actually. I mean, I know we're not in 2031, but, like, like, actually up until right now, I think, movies are still being influenced by this and... That is something that's beautiful and like that doesn't happen all the time, especially with something so weird like vampires. Like why why would anyone why do you think anyone would care about the vampires? Like why do you think it's become such a like a cult hit, like a fascination of ours? Like let's do that super basic shit where we talk about like what vampires means to humanity. Right now? Yeah, right now. I don't know. Are you just gonna say what that documentary said? <laughs> something oh, sure. about I mean, yeah, like, but I... immortality and shit. Um and sex and just I don't know. I'm not even a huge vampire fan. I like gross zombies, and I don't even know why. I guess because they're dead, and I like dead stuff, but so are vampires. Well, I just um, love vampires, but... I've I... just never... I mean, I like the Lost Boys. Yeah, it's... That's... I liked this. 
You like the Dracula? Yeah. Well, I then you like it. vampires, motherfuckers. This wow, is vampires. Wow, you're right. Oh my god. But like, they're not the one that I choose if I want to watch like a you watch zombies. I choose zombies, but, but that's more of suck. like zombie movies. I think more feature they have a focus on the people. Yeah. That are trying to get out of like a situation that you cannot get out of. Yeah. I feel like that's more of a like personal, not your personal, but like zombies are so personal in that they have this problem that nothing could possibly save them from and yet they still fight back it's kind of inspiring because they need to like they they need to get out of situations that they just can't get out of there's no hope in it but they still as a human still feel that they can get out of it Mm -hmm. and they're gonna try and it's kind of like you solve a problem to quote the martian you solve a problem (laughs) and then you solve another problem and then you solve enough problem like and then you solve another problem and if you solve enough problems you get to go home and it's the same way with a zombie apocalypse. You find you find your house. You find your fortress of solitude. You find something that you can barricade up and you can protect yourself from the zombies. You stabilize your emotions. You go out, you hunt for food. Then you find weapons. Then you find other survivors. And then you start taking down some zombies. You reclaim some territory. And then you kill all of the zombies. And humanity is saved. You solve enough problems, you get to go home. And that's kind of... Like, that's kind of zombies, you know? It focuses more on the people, not the zombies themselves. But vampires, for me, they are just something that humans cannot ever get to. It's like immortality. It's sex. It's like, it's just people, like, living forever. But they have, like, they're 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 imprisoned with rules that, like, no one imposed on them. Who decided that vampires can't go out in the sunlight? No one person did that. Like, it wasn't a base instinct for them. It wasn't, it wasn't, like, a person saying they can't do it like for zombies zombies like returning back from the dead eating people because it's a base instinct for them they're just like primal and i want food and your food and i'm going to eat you to eat Mm -hmm. and uh they heard because everyone's kind of like goes together with the sound but vampires they heard because they want to they're still people right they are they yeah i think um i think on the whole vampires are still people like they have a need to feed just like zombies do but you know they can still distinguish they can have emotions and build relationships and yeah. um, they're just my go-to monster i don't know yeah. like i like werewolves too but only thing only because i think werewolves are cool i like zombies i think um okay here's the i think here's the biggest reason that i like uh, vampires more than anything else it's because of Yu-Gi-Oh. oh god i know i know i know <laughs> the same thing goes for zombies i i really like zombies but one of the earliest Yu-Gi-Oh decks that i played was this vampire constructed deck you get all these like mostly naked women that are all vampires and i don't know it's so they're so sexy i'm just like oh my god sexy i it's so much fun you get um you get the big men who are just like imposing without actually you know being like muscular or whatever a contradiction to action movies you get men who just like walk in and they just command the room and like all of the women just kind of like fall to their knees because vampire men are like that badass but you also have these like really really powerful women every vampire woman is stronger than every non-vampire man and that's a power that like zombies don't get that's a power that like werewolves don't get but vampire women can come in and they can control anything they want and they're so sexy while i do it i love vampires they're so cool now you have the biggest boner oh i do i do anyway um so i thought we would do a vampire movie and i was like let's fucking do this vampire movie why not so yeah you want you want to kick this uh dracula 1931 starring bella lugosi no i don't so you can kick it off we start in a carriage right starting a carriage yeah i mean our main character starts out 
Anna Carey. As Rayfield. <laughs> Actually, we were listening to a YouTuber review movies because we like to watch people review movies. Hey, that's why we do a podcast. He was talking about like the movie Psycho having a big impact on, on other movies because that was like the first movie to start with one main character and end up with another main character. But that's actually not true. In this movie, we start with Renfield as our main character as mm-hmm. he travels from England to Transylvania. Yeah. yeah, because <laughs> this guy wants to buy a land there, right? He wants to move there. So, but he, he will only do, he will only do this business transaction in person. So this guy has to, uh, Renfield has to go from England to Transylvania. And uh, his carriage ride from there is fucking ridiculous. He's in there with a group of people. So I was like, oh, it's like Scooby-Doo. Here's our crew. Wow, that rhymed. I'm so cool. Scooby-Doo and the crew. <laughs> yeah, there's some bitch reading a book and like falls. And then these people, were they praying? I don't fucking remember. They all Whatever. Really and I'm like, okay, I guess this is, this is the people we're going to meet. And then they get off the carriage. And the one dude's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking go to Dracula's castle. Where the fuck is that shit at? And yeah, everybody's freaking out. They're like, why the fuck? Do you want to go there? It's creepy. Don't do it. And he's like, oh, it's, uh, it's good. I'm doing whatever. Yeah, I don't know. He, like, tells everybody his fucking business. And then later tells Dracula, like, I didn't tell anybody your fucking business, man. He definitely did. Tells everybody his business. Well, yeah, he's saying, like, where he's going and whatever. And when he gets to Dracula's castle, he's like, don't worry. I didn't tell anybody that I was coming here. Something odd. Because I guess Dracula's like, I want us to be secretive, bitch. I don't know. So one of the main notes that I took were different areas that I thought were really influencing or they impressed me. Some of the scenes are really basic throughout this movie and I actually kind of like that. But because of that, it's some of them are, they can be like underwhelming or you're just watching like people have a conversation almost is like the entire movie. But there's this one scene in particular where Renfield walks into Dracula's castle for the first time and Dracula takes him through the part of the castle that is completely like run down and just destroyed. There's like actual crumbling stone around. Everything looks like it's been ransacked. It could have honestly just been burned down. Like I wouldn't know the difference. He takes him to this part and it kind of like puts Renfield off and he feels uneasy about himself. And when he first sees Dracula, he gets really creeped out and He's like, you can see on his face that he knows he made a mistake by coming here. He's finally, like, accepted, like, that all of the villagers were telling him that he shouldn't be going there. But he was like, no, it's okay, because it's a rich count. I'm going to go there. It'll be fine. You guys are, like, poor peasants, but this guy is super rich, and, you know, he contracted me. I'm going to go there. But then he gets in, and you can see that everything that he's been told has been true, and he fucked up. And I wrote down that it's a really confusing scene for the main character, not the audience, because the audience already knows that he's a vampire and that he is dead. And it's a really confusing scene. I liked that they did this scene for the main character, not for the audience. Because the audience already knows that he fucked up, but this character hasn't found that out yet. And a lot of times in movies, we'll get scenes that were meant for the audience, like a little bit of exposition for the audience. And we'll have some scene design that's like particularly set up just to kind of impress the audience. And they don't really care about the characters so much. This one, like they were aware that the character needed to know things. And I thought that was interesting. Without exposition, the character didn't get overwhelmed. He's actually overwhelmed by the scene itself. 
I was just super impressed that the guy actually saw the environment and it's just for him. It's literally a scene just for him to feel terrible. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it was it was so weird. Um, yeah, but I, I a lot of a lot of respect for that moment because that's something that I don't see very often anymore. And that was that was good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was also put off by the fact that there was like fucking possums walking around the <laughs> castle. <laughs> oh yeah, do you want to talk about your favorite scene in the movie? Yes, the fucking possums. And armadillos. Oh, possibly. So, he walks into a dilapidated fucking castle, and you're like, okay, there's gonna be, like, rats or some shit. No, it's fucking possums, armadillos, and then when we meet Dracula... <laughs> the local <laughs> rodents for Transylvania are possums and armadillos. It's nice. Maybe they are. Maybe I'm just an idiot, and armadillos, I'm like, fucking though. armadillos, and they're like... You know, there's that, there's that armadillo the uh, that got into the... Dexter's house in Dexter. He's like, I have to get this armadillo out, so he grabbed Jesus. a broom. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, maybe, but come on, I would have liked to see a rat. Were there any rats? I don't it's remember. It's still weird to see either way. Yeah, it was very odd, but the bee. Right, oh, yeah, there's a bee. Talk about the that, fucking bee, because yeah. when we meet Dracula in his, I guess it's his basement. Yeah, it's his basement. He comes out of his coffin before, I don't know if it was before or whatever. He comes out of his coffin, and then we get a shot of a tiny coffin with a bee coming out of it. <laughs> it's a bee. And it's like, I, I don't know, I had to see it twice before I was like sure that it really happened, and I didn't like... Imagine die that. for a second and imagine it. I don't know. No, yeah, the, there's it definitely really a bee sized coffin, just, too. Like, why? It's a coffin that someone crafted just for this bee. I don't even understand don't at all. Either. Like, is that supposed to be a metaphor? You know, Bees I thought it I could vampires. get. No, they're not. I could get behind, like, the bee just hanging out in the coffin. But his own coffin. But he has they his were own like, coffin. Hey, yeah. bee, you're also misunderstood. Maybe it was um a vampire bee. Maybe it was a nod to the audience uh, for what the vampires do to other people. But what do like bees they kind of do? sting them, you know what I mean? I'm... Or or maybe it was a bumblebee because bumblebees like their primary form of attack is to bite. All they don't right. use their well, stinger. Bumblebees bite. They bite, but they're not like immortal. No, they're not. I don't <laughs> understand the bee choice. That was a weird thing. And bees aren't creepy. They're like they can be startling. I, I have to like. I have to think that it was mostly because, like, the bees sting people, and they were just like, vampires also sting people, haha. I guess. It was very odd, and he had his own little cute coffin, which... It was adorable. Yeah. The cutest bee, and the cutest possums, and the cutest armadillos. Oh, yeah, when he meets Dracula, he, like, he comes very, very slowly down the stairs with his, like, single candle... <laughs> Which, before he goes through his, like, secret door to, like, the good part of the castle, I was wondering if that was the only candle in the whole house. He's like, this is how I light every single room with my one candle. Anyway, um, yeah, and he, like, shows off his vampire powers by, like, teleporting through the cobwebs so he doesn't disturb them at all. And then when Brandon, like, has to walk through them, he's like, what the fuck? You didn't even walk through these and has to, like, get them off, so... Oh, did that happen? I didn't pay attention. Yeah, to that. you didn't even pay attention to any of this movie. No, yeah. No, happened. I did. It was a lot, a lot of the beginning of it. I think he I like looked away when he looks back. Dracula's like beyond the cobwebs, but yeah, I think I must have been no writing. I wrote a lot him. for this. Um, so he's like, mm, that's weird. And this first introduction between vampy boy, yeah, va va vamp dude, and uh, Ren Renfield. I thought that was like. They set up a lot of story for that, but, like, they didn't have a lot of dialogue. Yeah. It was a lot of storytelling through the scene. 
itself, like the setting, yeah. which was just so impressive for them to do. They've explored complex forms of storytelling through film, but like way before film has really like been fleshed out. I mean, that's cool. I really love that. You get that vibe from classic movies that they just don't do anymore. Give the audience some things to like digest for themselves instead of like mama birding it to us. <laughs> Mm, I like barf. So I'm mostly going to be going over things that I found impressive for the film. There are some really funny scenes later that we'll get to, but like for the first part, I think there's so much for us to intake like with vampire lore here and also the way that Bella Lugosi really set the stage for the next like 50 years for vampires is so, so impressive and creepy. And he gives such a bad performance, but also like, <laughs> I don't think that he was like so good of an actor, but like what he did with this role is incredible. Maybe he is a good actor. Maybe I'm just wrong. I don't know. I didn't really like him. I didn't think he was bad. No. I didn't think he did like over the top or anything either. It's so weird that I got like creepy vibes from him, but at the same time didn't like him. I was just like, I don't see what the hype is about him, but also the things, I guess looking back on it, the things that he brought to the, the film itself were kind of insane, but I didn't see anything that like some other actor couldn't do. Okay, so the first thing that I wrote down is because like now that I'm like, I'm in Dracula mode, let's fucking analyze his character and like what the things that he's doing. He moves really slowly and carefully throughout the film. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like, I mean, that was definitely a choice to make. I don't know why he moved so carefully and like so cautiously. Um, but he did and he comes across kind of creepy like I don't really care what you do around me because I'm gonna move at my own pace and I'm totally in control of this you have to wait on me to do everything like that's so it sends a message you know that you move that slowly so this is the part where Renfield brings the lease for Dracula to sign and like now Dracula took him through the dilapidated part of the mansion and now he's gonna take him to this very classy very formal like very luxurious setup in this office type room but that doubles as Renfield's room did you notice that that was kind of mm -hmm. weird yeah he brings him here and um Renfield says oh well this part of the castle is much nicer <laughs> uh, I was worried for a second <laughs> and then Renfield like as the dumb character that he is goes right back to trusting Dracula even though literally all the signs tell him that he's wrong this part shows another really interesting choice that the uh directors chose to go with they do a lighting effect that blacks out the body and the rest of the head of Dracula so like the only part of him that you can see well is his eyes Oh, yeah. And he's, like, really staring at everything. And it makes him look really sinister. Do you remember that? Do you, what kind of vibes you got from that? Didn't, they kept doing that. Yeah, they did it a couple times. Well, Anytime I to made show fun off. of it because I was saying it looks like he had, like, he got a tan and he had worn goggles in the tanning bed. And <laughs> these, like, light spots around his eyes. That's true. That was me being a dick. No, it was it was interesting. Listen, I thought it was a good um, um, storytelling device that they used, like, a plot thing. Yeah. Like. I don't know. I was just like, okay, they do that because he's... Spooky vampire guy staring at you. Oh, shit. Yeah, and no, he does that to, like, hypnotize somebody later, I think, right? Yeah, they use they use that anytime they're going to show him using, like, asserting his will on someone else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do that anytime he tries to do that. I mean, that's... For them to, like, show off him using, like, a supernatural power with when they have... They don't have any CGI and they don't really know how to, like, portray that. They went for this weird lighting effect. That's really cool. Yeah. Because, like, I don't think I would know how to, like, really portray that other than Renfield <laughs> saying, I am under your control now, master. <laughs> like, because they could go with that, of course, but... 
that he does that say. later, right? Not or really, no. He calls him master. Well, yeah, he says master, but he never goes, I am under your spell, like, no, for yeah. the audience. it's. Yeah. I really, really applaud this movie at so many points for not turning to the audience and saying, this is what's happening. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's because Nosferatu was so popular, and that was, like, eight or nine years before this. So, within the same decade, you know, or not the same decade, but, like, within ten years, it was so popular, so people, like, know what vampires are. But, like, maybe they don't, you know? Maybe they don't know what vampires are so much. And I, I really applaud them for not just turning to the audience and saying, look what's happening in this scene. You don't see things like this every day. Because they don't have, like, John Carpenter's vampires yet. They don't have those things. But they don't do it. Um, and that's really, really makes me mad later in the film when Van Helsing gets introduced that they start doing that. It pisses me off so much. Oh, God. Because they were so, they were really good about it. About not, like, telling the audience every little thing that's happening. And then Van Helsing comes along and just, like, I feel like every single line he has is exposition. Yeah, I didn't really... I really hated that character. And I want to like Van Helsing because of Van Helsing now. And just knowing that, like... I thought he was gonna be like some cool badass dude, and then he was just like, "Fuck." Well, no, I, I I don't, don't like what they. He was... he was a cool badass dude, and that's the thing. I like that his character is so knowledgeable and smart, and he commands so much respect. He's like this really old guy staring down fucking Dracula. This guy looks like he's 70 at least, but like Dracula comes in and Dracula is all like smooth and seductive and taking control of the scene and I have three wives at home and I still want this woman too. And a pet bee. I have a pet bee. A motherfucker <laughs> with a pet bee is coming over asserting his will on people and those people are doing things that he commands them to do. But this 70 year old guy using only his knowledge and the force of his own will mm-hmm. stares down Dracula and wins that fight. He is a badass. All like right, this. Fair is a superhero in the Dracula world. This guy is incredible. (laughs) He's fucking amazing. But they ruin his character here because he's just exposition. And I don't like that. Like, the audience can figure things out for themselves, you know? Yeah. And I I like that they don't do that for most of the film, but then up to when they get to Van Helsing's part, you know, they just kind of ruin it. That's okay. We're not there yet. (laughs) We can still, we can still enjoy the film. (laughs) I wrote down that their hairstyles suck. Which hairstyles? All of them. Just all of the hairstyles sucks. It's all like, it's all um, slick back parted down the middle. Oh, gross. Yeah, Yeah, no, it's the worst. It reminds me, uh, some character in American Horror Story Freak Show had it. Like the really like. They um, were a freak because of their shitty middle part. Pretty much. No, (laughs) the character who ended up killing everyone at the end of the, the, in the last episode, he had that same. Spoilers. Oh, well, whatever. Probably just the hairstyle for the time. Yeah, no, I mean, shitty slick back middle parts are very awful and make me want to die. I'm gonna rock that hairstyle. For I'm gonna moment. rock your dick. Not with that hairstyle. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna do a middle part in jelly. Yeah. I'm doing that. I'm gonna be like, can I please have your penis? And they'll probably say yes anyway. Oh my god. Just put a bag on my head, just like Scary Movie Two, right? Just right. like Scary Movie right. Two, yeah. Oh yeah, with the ghost scene. That's probably the real reason, is because she had a middle part too. She did have a middle part. Yeah, that's why I put the bag on her head. Yeah, no, it was definitely the freakishly her... long tongue. No. That was sexy. The middle part is what turned him off. I'm convinced that middle parts are actually I'm Satan. making a life decision right now, and I'm going to say that middle parts are attractive. No. I'm only attracted to middle parts. All right, well, um, we're getting a divorce. All right, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, we got married and divorced this in the same episode. This is now the Audience One podcast. Oh, no. You know, <laughs> this is a good time for a plug for a podcast. You might be listening to it, but your friends aren't. 
I can't fix that. I, I'm here with Sarah. You found us on Facebook. You found us on Stitcher and iTunes. You've emailed us. You've sent us your dick. <laughs> and we're talking to you right now. And that's so good for everybody. Everybody involved is having a great time. Like, you're up at midnight with us recording the podcast. You're here with us. We can see you on the table. So creepy. But your friends aren't. And we can't control that. Only you can prevent your friend's boredom. Let them know. Tell someone about the podcast. Share it on Facebook. Go to our page. Like that shit. Your friends will see what pages you like on Facebook. Did you know that? Did you know that if you went on Tinder and you linked up with someone and you and the person that you linked up with both like this podcast on Facebook, you can see that. You can have long conversations about how terrible we are. <laughs> you can talk about Dracula from 1931 with your fucking Tinder date. I'm not telling you right now that if you like us on Facebook that you'll get more pussy, but you probably fucking will. And that's a good thing, isn't it? That's it's a damn good only thing. only from people with middle parts, though. Yeah, I mean, your Tinder dates are only going to be middle parts, but that's okay. You made a fucking decision that middle parts are sexy, too. God gave us middle parts, and we're not going to give God the finger. We're oh, going to finger shit. people with Whoa. middle farts. Middle farts? <laughs> middle farts is the only fart I'll do. Is that a fart in the middle of the night? It is. That's the only kind I do. That's the only kind you do? Well, mostly. All right, well, okay, another heart oh, to heart shit. here. I could have quoted aliens right there. Go ahead and quote them. No. Go back. No. Quote it. Says what I did mostly, and that's the little girls, like, they mostly come at night. Mostly. Oh, I mostly come at night. But my middle farts mostly come at oh, night. Oh, they all come mostly. at night. Mostly. Nart? <laughs> Paul, Paul Nart? Mall and that's a night fart. A nart. Nart? Dude, this is, like, oh, the most brilliant I, episode. I just narted. No, stop! Get oh, not all over you. You know, Sarah, a lot of people forget that just because we're reviewing these movies, that we're not part of the audience, too. Oh, wait, they forget oh. that we're reviewing the movies <laughs> and we're part of the audience, too. Dun, dun, dun! Audience 2 podcast, now available on iTunes and Stitcher. Mostly <laughs> available on Stitcher. It doesn't fully... <laughs> Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> Mostly. Mostly. She has a British accent in the quote. Alright, anyway, what fucking part are we at? They do some paperwork. He bleeds. Dragon's like, oh, sexy blood! Yeah? So he turns, uh... I'd rather skim over the plot this for this episode. Alright, yeah, that shit happens. Maybe, like, it's a very basic plot, so we don't have yeah, to spend so, so much time. Yeah, so now he's a slave. Fucking Power Rangers, oh my god. They had the fucking thickest, longest plot Whoa. I know. Did you so, say cock? Yeah, I did. Speaking so, of cock. Bullshit. There were five characters in Power Rangers, and they gave every single one of them an equal number of lines, and that was bullshit. You should never do that ever in the movie. God damn it. I got so mad. Do you remember when I was trying to, like, hum over the plot, like, just briefly like, happened, give you the melody of the plot? And I had to so much. I felt like I was reading a fucking book. Well, what do you want to jump to then? I don't want to jump to anything. I, I'm jump just saying. On the bed. Let's like skim over what happens. Like okay, now we have out, like interesting parts. Um, yeah, no, he does. He, he eats bugs. In, he turns him into a vampire. Right? Dracula turns. Is he a vampire? Is he just like his weird hypnotized dude? I don't know if he's hypnotized like, because no one of the none of the other people that were hypnotized. He never eats any human. He only eats bugs. He yes, tries no, to. I he think looks he at, is a vampire, but he, he doesn't want to eat people, so he resorts to eating bugs. And no, I don't things, think. Right? Um, 
No, I think what happens is Dracula turns him into a vampire, but won't let him eat people yet. Oh, I thought he was just. I think trying he would only let people. him. I think he only lets him eat bugs. I and thought rats. he was having like a dilemma where he like. Do you remember the rats? Wanted to eat people? the rats story. The rats where he story? said he said that Dracula was outside of his window. He was standing in front of ten thousand rats, and there were millions of millions of rats or something like that. And he said, "Rats, rats." rats and like he was implying that they were all for him or something dracula was implying that he can only eat what he tells him he can eat that kind of makes me feel really uncomfortable i guess i didn't catch that during the movie i just thought he was like oh no i don't want to eat people but no i think he's being that bunch of an asshole yeah that's why he's like eating and and being like you have to eat these things though because you're not even fucking worthy to be a vampire pretty much i think so that makes me feel what a jerk yeah i would say that he's just been brainwashed but i don't know because he's eating the bugs and the spiders and that could just be him trying to like be sexy be more like dracula himself but i don't know because there's also this part in the movie where one of the girls falls unconscious in the living room and he just like kind of jumps on the floor and starts sniffing her neck and stuff (laughs) yeah it's a little weird but nice yeah um so he turns he goes from the castle turns him into either a vampire or a slave we're not sure um, they get on a boat to go towards England, and there's a really bad storm on their way, and it kills all of the crew, but because they're all, like, chilling and under the, you know, under deck or whatever, they're all okay, and they make it to, to shore safely. Then what happens? Didn't we go... Does Dracula have his... Yeah, Dracula has his they, well, they find... house next door to the... Yeah, and they get delivered because there's, like, a delivery shit. A delivery shit. Yeah, My favorite. They, that... The Dracula gets the Dracula. The Dracula... <laughs> And friends and family gets delivered to the house that he's supposed to go to. Oh, yes. And and their boxes of dirt get delivered. Yeah, they have. That's like all they had. Yeah, that's all they they have to have that. Yeah. There's a part in the movie where Van Helsing uh, does some more exposition and tells the audience that Dracula needs to to go to bed, like go to sleep in the dirt of his homeland. Oh. I think it has to do with like where he died, or maybe it's like that. grave dirt. Was I don't it grave think, I don't dirt think or it's just from where he. I thought it was mostly his homeland, but I don't know. I it I, could be. I like the words grave dirt together, but all right. It could be his grave dirt. I don't know. It could be either where he dies or his homeland. I don't remember which. I can't remember either. I was gonna say it was homeland, but I, I just assumed since it was like in a coffin or wherever he sleeps that this is why we're confused about what he turns renfield into i wrote it down it was something that was interesting to me um he turns renfield into a servant without telling the audience we actually don't have a scene where he does it yeah i have like a a question yeah renfield just starts doing things for him but we don't actually see it Mm -hmm. um so that's cool so when they find him he does the worst crazy laugh i've ever heard renfield was one of those actors that didn't do a good job, I don't think. I thought... Uh, Maybe he was just so weird. For, he was too weird for me. He was really weird, but I wasn't, like, bothered by his I was acting. a little I don't bothered think, by but... his acting. I think it was way over the top some at some points, and then, like, he undersold it a couple times. His acting just wasn't so there. I, 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 don't, I don't know what it was. I, I don't think know. I his was His crazy okay laugh made me upset. What about his crazy eyes? Were you into the crazy eyes? Did he give crazy eyes? Yeah. Did he do a lot of squinting and, like, doing the large eye thing? Yeah. The big eyes. All right. I don't know. I didn't think he was terrible. He was all right. He ate some bugs. He was gross. (laughs) He tongued down some spiders. Ew. Too sexy. So where we meet Van Helsing is at the crazy institution that, uh... Has a meth lab, right? 
Has a meth lab. Wasn't he, like, in some scene with other doctors that have, like, weird lab equipment? Yeah, they were They were. It was just... like, oh, I, I wrote that somewhere, like, my first chemistry they de- set. They were decanting things. No, it was my first chemistry set. Yeah, I have that written down. Whatever. Meth lab. My first meth lab. <laughs> my first meth lab? That's what it reminded me of. Oh, that's funny. No, I don't think they were making meth, baby. I don't think they were making meth either, but that's what I thought of. Van Helsing is in Breaking Bad? Yes. Oh, he inspired shit. Breaking Bad. Vampire Bad. See, this movie inspired so many things, including Breaking Bad. I don't think this movie inspired Breaking Bad at I all. I think it did. They were like, oh my god, Meth um, Lab, excellent idea for a show. Wow, we owe so much to Dracula. You know what owes so much to Dracula is Young Frankenstein. Oh yeah. That whole movie is basically this. Yeah. Alright. But it's Frankenstein. I'm Frankenstein, you're correct. That movie's great. Okay. Who hired this guy? Oh yeah. Um, so we meet Van Helsing at this mental institution. He's kind of in charge of things. I think he might even be the owner. I don't know. <laughs> I think he might. No, no. That's a... Is he not the owner? That dude with the daughter, right? He's in... Is he or the is owner? he just the doctor? Like the main doctor? I don't fucking know. Oh, God. I don't know either. Okay, Van Helsing's owner? definitely in charge, whatever. But he might He's not... He's in charge of some shit. Yeah, he might, he might not be the guy, owner. even though People like, do listen to him, yeah. they could really just be like, "Wow, you're crazy! What the fuck are you talking about?" They're just like, mm-hmm, "That's you true." Think, you would actually think they would do that, but they don't. But everyone was so like, "That's yes, vampires are real," and I'm scared. You know, I was actually giving this scene a lot of thought, or not the scene, but like these characters a lot of thought, and um. So, we meet Van Helsing, but we also meet an orderly, is it an orderly, called Martin? Yes. He follows him around just to call him crazy. <laughs> he's like, when he's like exiting the scenes, he goes, on your way, fly eater, or he calls him <laughs> spider eater, he calls him crazy, he calls him a loon, he just like constantly is insulting Renfield, like the whole movie. Oh, mud. Oh. Aren't you ashamed? Flies now, is it? Flies ain't good enough. Flies? Flies? Poor puny things. Who wants to eat flies? You do, ya loony. Not when I can get nice fat spiders. All right. Have it your own wife. And then there's a couple moments when Van Helsing is comparing the symptoms of Renfield to what people who are vampires exhibit. And the orderly named Martin comes in and he's like, he's not a vampire. He's crazy. I've seen it. (laughs) Um, And so, honestly, he comes across super rude and just funny. And I think, I actually think that um, they put him in there just to to kind of, like, have somebody for the audience to relate to. So, he's, a lot of times in movies, you'll have, like, this guy who's, like, over-the-top crazy telling people that, like, you saw it in The Exorcist, right? Where they do, like, science versus sort of, like, the supernatural. So, you saw it in The Exorcist, they, where they, um, the girl gets possessed by whatever demon. And she goes Azuzu, through. Okay. She goes through a series of medical treatment mm-hmm. to try and understand what's going wrong with her. And they are like, "It's her brain! It's her brain!" So this is a very like early version of that, like a prequel to that. <laughs> but they do the same thing, but in a much different way. They have a guy who's like very relatable to the common audience, who's not really gonna buy into this shit being Dracula or vampires. Or and they have like he kind of like exhibits the layman you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and he's like that shit isn't vampires this guy's fucking crazy and he's like the guy with the common sense you know he's like 
this shit isn't what you think it is. That's fucking stupid. This guy's insane. But still, I think it's so funny that they leave this character in there and have him working under this very, like, professional-looking, like, asylum kind of, like, thing. It's so funny to me. Um, They just let this guy roam the place calling all the inmates crazy and loonies. And that's so weird. He's crazy. They're all crazy. They're all crazy except you and me. Sometimes I have me doubts about you. Yes. I don't think that it does what they want it to do. <laughs> I don't know. I've actually been trying to figure out why he was in, even in the movie. I mean, he could also have just been like comic, comic relief. relief. Yeah. I mean, that's like the most. I was thinking that too, but no, because I don't know. I mean, I've... he makes like one every line. Joke. Every line in the movie feels like he just improvised it. And I feel like he was an extra that just went too far. And Maybe they were like, he yes. was somebody's cousin. And they were like, you want to be an extra in my movie? He was like, hell yeah. Only and he like, wouldn't line. shut the hell up. And they were like, fuck. But he's my cousin. I can't come out of the damn movie. He won't go fucking shit anyway. Yeah, his acting really didn't seem good. He was funny. No, he seemed more funny than good, though. There's actually um, one moment in this movie where they have all of the characters standing off screen until their time for their, like, the time that they need to be on. Then they just kind of walk in out of nowhere. They always, like, walk in off off camera um, from the left or the right or whatever. There's a moment where the camera is looking behind, actually several times with Martin, because I don't think he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it makes me think these lines were improvised, but also I'm just so conflicted on what Martin's character was. There's a scene where he, the camera is like looking at Renfield and right behind him comes Martin, but Martin's lines aren't supposed to be delivered yet. <laughs> but, and Martin's just kind of like, he's standing there for a second and you can see him just standing there watching like what's happening with Renfield and how Renfield's interacting with all the other characters. And then very unnaturally, he creeps up behind Martin as if to like grab him from behind or something, but he just stands there again. And it's so weird. Like he's letting time elapse as he just kind of like slowly enters the scene, but we can definitely see all of his actions. And it's, it's so just odd it doesn't make any sense and then he delivers a line that he definitely should have delivered when he walks in (laughs) you can hear how it's like renfield's talking and talking and talking and like and uh martin's line just doesn't make any sense for like how long he's already been in the scene i think he's talking about like how renfield is starting to convince him because he just kind of um he pulled the bars apart like they were cheese or something Mm Which makes me think that he's actually a vampire, not crazy. And he does it again in the first scene where he talks about how uh, Renfield's not a vampire. He's actually just crazy. The first time that they talk about it, he's... Yeah, I don't know. Martin's character was, like, just the hit of this movie for me. Like, this is what made it for me. Because that shit was insane. He's going around calling everybody crazy. Oh, God. Fuck Dracula. We only came for this guy. Came for Martin, for sure. Let's change the title of the movie to Martin. Um, so plot-wise, we're still... We are right now Still at, at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah. But no, we're not. We're, like, a quarter of the way we in. We didn't talk about the, so, um, the Renfield, ladies. What, the harpies? Oh, we still talking about... No. What the, ladies? Uh, the women in the movie... Oh, Dracula gets to... Well, yeah, I forgot that Dracula met those bitches, his neighbors, at the opera or whatever. Oh, that's what you meant. Yeah, Dracula goes to... I forgot that happened until I was like, who's... Because he kills I don't know why he's there, to be honest. He, like, purposely made that one woman, like, 
introduce him to the people at the asylum. I guess because his dude. Oh, his was dude is there. there. Yeah. So he's like, I need my fucking dude. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Also, it's right next door to them, so that does make sense. Yeah, and that one um, chick is like all into him. She's like, he's sexy. Yeah, and the other and girl's Mina's not. Mina's like, you're dumb. Let's have a sleepover. You can go sleep on the couch. Or whatever. She didn't talk like that at all. And that they probably so have, like, weird. a fancy um, guest bedroom. But I felt uh, like Mina's character was only not into him just to show that he does have, like, power over Oh, yeah, that's true. But he didn't even need to convince the other woman. He was like, mm-hmm. And she and got it the worst. Like, ate her, right? And yeah, killed he, her. He, no, no, she did appear later because Mina f- sees her. All right. Forgot about that. He turned her into a vampire. Yeah, she's probably into it though, because she was oh, like, yeah, she mm, was, "He's yeah. so cool and sexy." I said that she was like the original goth girl, because she's like, oh, "He's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's so dark and mysterious." Um, yeah, he meets them at the at the opera house, and um, the he's opera like, sucks. He's like, "I want that bitch." He makes some really, really off-putting and weird comments during the scene. He talks about like how life isn't what you expected, and like. Death is not the worst thing that can happen to you. And it's like, just being super morbid and creepy for uh, 1931. I feel like people still don't like when people talk about that now. And like, But Lucy was into it. She loves death. Oh my god, she's so into and it. And creepy pale dudes. I wrote that she like read a sentence out of a book and then fell asleep. Oh Which yeah. Which reminds me of Troll 2. That was the, Miss Western. The vegetable cookbook. But I don't, I don't know. Wow, Troll 2 is inspired by Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> like, shit, remember that Isn't scene? everything inspired by Dracula? Yeah, I think our lives are inspired by Dracula. Uh, Mina talks about seeing Dracula in her dream because uh, she's talking to Van Helsing downstairs because he's all like, what happened to you last night? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That, mm-hmm. And then he sees that she has bite marks on her neck. Eek! Was that Mina? Yeah, because they find... The other bitch's name is Lucy. They are like, I guess she, she's dead, or they find her and she's dead. They're like, ah, she lost blood in an unnatural way. I don't know. Yeah. And then Mina also, maybe that happened another night. Or he bit both of them. I don't know. But they thought the one bitch was dead. No, wait, we don't see her marks until, because her fiance's like, take off something, right? She was covering her neck with like a scarf. Yeah, well, they were talking for a little while. I just don't know why... Mina got bitten, but then didn't turn into a vampire immediately. Yeah, that's really odd. I don't know. Yeah, she definitely was beaten. Was beaten. <laughs> She's beaten by the vampire. Now, I don't know. Um, She definitely got bit, but then she doesn't turn into a vampire right away. It's kind of like she drank her, he drank her blood and then didn't do anything. I don't know, because he fucked Lucy all up. Yeah, he definitely he definitely did that. What if he tried to stop and she was like, no, give me more, Dracula, you sexy bitch. Kinky. Dracula actually comes in during this scene while he's talking to Mina. Yes. And Mina starts to feel really, really bad and she tries to go to bed. And this is like a really early use of like dramatic irony for films, I think. Because the audience definitely knows that like that bitch has been bitten by him, but the they don't know that Dracula is the dude who's doing it. So they're all being nice to Dracula, and Dracula's being really creepy to her. And then the audience is like, ooh, this is a really suspenseful moment. But, like, the characters don't know that it's a really suspenseful moment. They just think it's, like, the neighbor being nice. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Dracula doesn't show up in mirrors. So another interesting thing this movie does that I don't think we do enough anymore is that the fucking superhero of the movie has balls of steel. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker, he is such a badass in so many ways. He knows everything and he just has so much courage and he doesn't let us down ever. The only time 
I really don't think it was even his fault, but he has so much exposition, and that's the only reason I, I just think that Van Helsing's character in this movie was, like, well-written, but then his dialogue sucks. Um, anyway, uh, so Dracula doesn't show up in mirrors. Who finds that out? Van Helsing. He opens up cigarette, cigar thing, case. Some shit with a mirror in it. I think it. it's a cigar case, um, and he doesn't see Dracula's reflection in the mirror. And his knowledge base automatically searched that bitch up and goes, vampires. This mm-hmm. is definitely a vampire. Now, the movie, or, or like, I think modern day movies conditioned us to believe that this was going to be Dracula's exit. And we were going to move on to another scene. However, Van Helsing pulled out his iron nutsack and threw it at Vampire Dracula. Knowing that vampires are allergic to iron, Dracula saw his ball sack and fled the scene immediately. No, he goes, Dracula, come here. I have to ask you a question. Dracula's like, of course, anything. I'm a vampire. And he comes over and he goes, Dracula, do you think that this is weird that you don't show up in this mirror? <laughs> and Dracula smacks it closed, and he's like, "Oh!" And then he leaves. <laughs> it's so good. It's so odd, but yeah, no. Van Helsing definitely is like, "I'm calling you on your shit," and Dracula's like, "Oh fuck, I have to get out of here." Yeah, it's odd. It's not. It's that odd. It's odd, right? I yeah, I thought it was strange. I was like, "What?" He just like blew his cover, but Van Helsing's like, "I don't need any fucking cover." You bitch. I yeah, know the, what you are. So like a lot of times they try and take up small piece of information and they 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 they'll like pull back on that. And yeah, like, but like the whole edge. time he was noticing, he was trying to tell that uh, Mina's fiance dude, whose name I can't think. Yeah, of. that guy was just the comment. He's like, I don't know, almost like elbowing him, like, hey, check this shit out, man. Look at this fucking mirror. And I don't think he was yeah. paying any attention at all. But no, he definitely tried to tell him. That character is the cliche. Um, I don't believe any of this. Yeah. Not the. He's not exactly martin's character of this guy's just crazy like because martin is at least admitting something is wrong the fiance in this movie is the cliche as fuck nothing is happening odd here like nothing odd is happening at all yeah There's nothing strange going on just gonna ignore everything like, like a big fucking probably idiot even was just like whatever at this part oh yeah even if he had seen the guy uh not reflected in the mirror he probably would have been like, like yeah, my fine. mirror is glitching something's wrong with my mirror <laughs> damn I must have a smudge on it. Mirrors. I mean, and I feel like his is the normal reaction that most people would have. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to believe that someone's a vampire in front of me. But um, here I wrote that some people have such terrible acting. I'm not exactly sure what I was referring to. I don't know. Um, but the yeah. next thing I have is when, I guess, when Dracula comes back. I don't know. He switches between a wolf and a bat at some point, I guess. They're like, ah, there's a wolf Oh, that's out when there. he runs away. Ah, there's a bat out there. Yeah, no, he turns into Which a I were- was He turns strange. into a wolf outside, yeah. But that's because I guess I, I don't know shit about vampires. So These like, vampires what? can turn into wolves. Why yeah. is he a wolf? What about werewolves? Yeah, they're not exactly werewolves, but yeah, they can shapeshift a little bit. A little bit just between human and vampire bat and uh, werewolf. It is interesting that that's something that we've dropped from vampires now. We never, yeah. they never turn into wolves anymore. Pretty interesting no. there. Mostly yeah, because probably of the, con- why it threw me off. the confusion between werewolves and vampires that can turn into wolves. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess that was also like the first time they showed or mentioned that in earlier in the movie when he's like driving dude to his first shady castle. He turns into a bat like while he's driving the carriage. Yeah. So we already have that established and then like halfway through the movie they're like also we can turn into a wolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. weird. I don't know. 
feel like I knew that, but it's not in like films anymore. That's cool though. The next day, what Mina like? No, so Dracula takes her. Um, Dracula takes Mina, e- and then I think he like drops her or something, and she's dead on the lawn outside. But she's go, not really dead. I know she's not dead, but I wrote down that she dies because at this point they well, want he wants to take believe. her out there, and that's when she sees her dead friend who's not dead. Yeah, Lucy. I think so. She's like attacking little kids. Lucy's like eating little children. <laughs> yeah, and we come back and see Martin, or not Martin, but Renfield again this time. And I really liked his deranged look. Like he has some like crazy looking makeup on that. Uh, I again, I like storytelling without actually ex- without any exposition it's so good when the audience can really feel like they are part of the situation because things happen to you in real life that no one just like people don't explain you know you have to like gather context clues you have to like understand your situation that isn't something that happens when someone tells you every little thing if this guy's wearing crazy makeup he looks insane <laughs> So we actually feel like part of this because that guy in front of us looks insane. <laughs> That's so cool. Uh, Mina is alive, but under Dracula's influence now. Is that when she this is when tells we do... her fiance like, "Oh, we should break up now. Bye." Yeah, I think so. And he's like, or it's the night, or it's the "I wrote something about Van Helsing being a relationship counselor. I don't remember <laughs> what happened, but apparently something with them. Pretty good." He's just like knows how to do everything. He's such a great guy. Van Helsing in this. He has he's a meth really lab. Knowledge. He knows everything really about vampires. He's a relationship um, counselor. He's sexy. Going into that scene, though, we pass like we do an outdoor take, and I wrote down that we use really minimal detail, but like powerful outdoor scenes that just give a really chilling vibe i think we pass by like the entrance to their mansion or whatever but it kind of looks like a cemetery and you can't really see anything but like hedges and a little gate thing Mm -hmm. but it's so creepy looking because it's like nighttime and foggy and there's not a lot going on but like the little bit that is there it's just spooky and it's not a place that i would want to be it's hard to describe because there's like there's really not a lot going on on screen but like just the atmosphere is creepy and it's it just reminded me of the exorcist scenes where like the um the guy standing outside of the place looking up at the window and it's yeah. it's just spooky it's like kind of menacing a little bit yeah i don't know i, I really they this movie uses like minimal detail scenes uh, a couple times and i feel like every single one is really rewarding honestly and every single time they do it it's powerful and creepy and i don't like those scenes because they're, sc- <laughs> they're scary scenes i don't know scary Okay, so Mina talks to her friend who's been dead in the scene. Um, she's out on her like little balcony thing, and Dracula tries to take her because he's under... Wait, is that the same scene? I don't know. I don't know. She talks to Lucy, and then the husband comes in after that and is like, you didn't really talk to her, she's dead. And he tries to deny everything's happening. I wrote down in this that she does all of the acting in the scene. She's really like so... Like, she's killing it every time, and like this is where... I was talking about earlier where some of the actors kind of fall flat on on their lines. Well, apparently the guy's name is John. Of course his name would be John. <laughs> some of the actors, like, really fall flat compared to the other ones because uh, the actor for Van Helsing really sells his role. And Dracula, like, Bela Lugosi, like, there's a lot of scenes where he's performing without performing, and that's powerful. And then... I feel like Mina in this scene is so good. She's really selling her character as being like torn between so many different things. Like Dracula has an influence over her. Van Helsing's clearly influencing her. Her husband's or fiance is clearly influencing her. And now like 
her dead friend comes to her and is like, you have to come with us. She's really torn between a lot of things. She really has like no control over her own emotions. And she is trying to tell her husband about these things or her fiance. And he's just not listening. And that's frustrating. So she has like her own actual sad emotions about what's happening in her life. And she is performing all of this shit really well. Like as an actress, she's selling the shit. And the husband is just sitting there like he has his own lines, but he's just so bland and like flavorless, like in delivery with this. And it just hurts me. Um, I feel like this movie could have been so much better if like all of the actors and actresses would have been on the same level. It's kind of like having like Brad Pitt like act next to Tommy Wiseau. Like it's really bad. <laughs> it's like Tommy Wiseau is I mean, it's just like you have someone who has like who can't even open their eyes fully versus like someone who can do like such a wide range of performance. Like it's so, it's so night and day when they stand next to each other and actually give like the same level of performance, but they just deliver it so much differently. Yeah. That was, um, that was kind of like so ridiculous to me that they would have those people in the same room, like much less be in the same movie. Like, And it's, it's insulting to women. Honestly, he probably got paid more. Damn. So after that, Mina gets thrown back inside and Van Helsing's like, nope, no going outside. You can't leave this place at all. Mm. And the husband's Cover already... everything with... He dipped does out. he use garlic? He used Wolfsbane. It is a thing called Wolfsbane, which is hilarious to me. Wolfsbane. Say it. No, Wolfsbane. I don't want to. Wolfsbane. They actually pronounce it a little weird in that movie, too. Wolfsbane. Because he's cool. But it is this magical plant that vampires are afraid of. So but it's not garlic. I feel like it's what became of garlic. Like, yeah. we don't use garlic at all in this, but, like, in the future, garlic... They're like, people know garlic better than yeah, this shit. probably. Honestly, it's probably the same thing. Helsing is entirely exposition and recap for the audience. I hated that. I wrote down how much I hated that. I also wrote down how is Martin still employed. Gives another uh, crazy guy, spoils minor secrets. Oh yeah, I put who hired him and why does he suck? He doesn't suck. He's just like... Sucks at his job. He's actually, like, yeah, pretty bad. This guy's gotten out for like uh, five hours today. He's like, well, shit, he does that every day. Oops. Mm-hmm, yeah. Time to get him back to eat his spiders. Yum. Dracula tells Van Helsing he's trying to turn Mina with his blood. Oh! I don't remember. This is a super interesting part. Okay, this actually clears up why he bit her and she didn't turn. She has to die at night in order to change into a vampire. Uh, okay. So he won't kill her during the day. So he goes, she's safe during the day. But he did not, at, he never said she's safe during the day because the daylight will will stop them. He says she's safe during the day because she has to die at night in order to change. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I actually need to look up if in that movie they are like afraid of sunlight or whatever. Or if they just come out at night. I don't know. Because I, I never saw them like really being affected by the sunlight. Mm -hmm. I did see this line where she has to die at night in order to change. Which is something that I've never heard before. Um, so yeah, that was interesting. And then this is where Dracula and Van Helsing have their big standoff for the movie. Where Dracula tries to... Jedi mindfuck Van Helsing, but he's like, I'm using my old dirty balls power to to ward like, him off. You gross. That's when he like just walks into the house, right? He flies on yeah. the balcony in his bad form and just kind of yeah waltzes in. Wait, where at? What do you mean? Right before they have their little mind shit. Because I think so. Yeah. Van Helsing's like, oh, block all the doors with this herb. Uh, well, he to takes a, him from to get into the in. house. To then get they the think house. he's in wherever i don't know he sends the other people to look through other parts of the house or to do whatever that's when it's just him and dracula i think mm -hmm. 
He gets in Amina's room, even though she has Wolfsbane on the door, because he, he takes over the, the bitch. Yeah, okay. I'm making sure you didn't forget that part. No. So what, did he go up there first and then come downstairs? I don't remember. Downstairs? I think he went downstairs first and then he went upstairs. God, they all just really suck at keeping him out of the house. Yeah, because right now we don't have that thing where if you're uninvited, then you can, can't come in. Yeah, so he's just... Yeah, like, I think they really, like, boy. overly... I think maybe they realized their mistake in this movie and then they're like, fuck... I have to fix that? I don't know when that yeah. became a thing. Where you... I don't know. But it's it was just odd that Van Helsing's like, I know all this shit. And then he just like keeps popping into the house. And they're like, God damn it, Dracula. How the fuck did you get in here? <laughs> we thought we secured every door. You just leave this giant door open. Anyway. Fuck you, Dracula. They, they might as well have left the doors open. Your goddamn dick bat. Mm-hmm. Bat dick. Yeah, I just thought that was a cool scene where like Van Helsing overpowers Dracula. Yeah. That was cool. I think I had more to say about it, but... Oh, I have a question about, like, what happened to the fucking wives. Did he just leave them in Transylvania? He was like, alright, I'm moving, bye. You know, I don't remember... That way they talk about it. I think he took them, but maybe not. I don't know. He took them in boxes, just put them in the basement on top of each other. This is before... So the Will fight has... uh, This is before they lock mina in the room okay because mina's talking about uh i wrote down this line odor the odor in the room is uh terrible from the weed oh yeah i have something about that terrible weed yeah. oh and that awful smell and that terrible weed oh yes horrible weed mina's outside on the terrace mina oh, tries yeah, to bite fiance gets john to take the crucifix away oh yeah because he left a crucifix with her and she was all like, I'm going to keep this. And then John just takes it away from him because she asks, I guess. I don't recall, but it sounds good to me. John's a little bitch. Martin is the ca- best character in the movie. <laughs> Dracula takes over servant to open the door. Yeah. Needing invitation does not exist here. Then I wrote, Ren leads Van Helsing to Dracula's lair. Because he steals, he comes and kidnaps uh, Mina and then he takes her back to his mansion castle thing that's next door this is now we're heading towards the end of the movie Mm -hmm. he takes her over to the other doors which is like right outside of where she is now but ren tries to go back with his master and dracula now is in a hurry to get out because van helsing is such a badass (laughs) and ren is like following him so he leads van helsing because van helsing sees him running towards him so again we have another zoomed out minimal scene which such good vibes and visual visuals um it's like this huge staircase. It like it's impossibly huge. Like I've never seen something like so large. Like it takes up. It's like a zoomed out screen as far back as we can get, and it still like encompasses the entire camera. It's so good. And these people look tiny walking down them. Like that's how mm-hmm. far back we are. And it's still like it's so incredibly large. And that's really creepy. Like I don't know why, but I wouldn't want to climb those stairs. I don't know why those stairs exist that way, but they do. And it's so weird. And Dracula knows that Rin has fucked up and gets really pissed off and like hits him or something. I don't know. And then they run towards the basement and Dracula has like the craziest fucking plan. He's just going to get in his coffin and pretend none of this is happening. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Van Helsing comes in. I'm exhausted. Time for a fucking nap. Van Helsing comes in and they have like this like comedic struggle with a locked door that I don't actually think was locked. And, uh, so they struggle with that for a couple minutes. Van Helsing walks in and immediately finds Dracula's coffin. <laughs> and Dracula's just asleep in it. Um, and then Van Helsing pulls out a stake and, like, kills him with it. And yeah. I'm just like, the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I was trying to, I tried to explain it for so long, but 
Dracula really thought that just getting in his coffin would protect him? I'm just so confused by that. Like, did he really think that the, the, the door's lock was just going to prevent Van Helsing from coming in? He was going to be like, okay, fine, whatever. I don't understand why. I they... don't know, because it's not like the whole movie. I mean, maybe he said like a couple things that were depressing. He didn't want to die. You're saying he just wanted to die? Is that your thing? I was just like, what? Is he just like suicidal? He's like, whatever, I'm going to die anyway. It's fine. Or, but I don't know, because like how, how much he wanted to like achieve his goal or whatever in this movie and then to just be like well guess i've given up now you got me van Helsing. it was just such an odd choice he's like i'm being pursued by a hunter i'm just gonna go to sleep yeah because like he had to know that he was about to just die he knew that van helsing was gonna kill him because he kept reminding I, him I'm for me you. it was more of a dracula never felt threatened before and didn't understand how threats were so he thought sleep was he thought save he could think that he would he's like impervious to death like he because he's i really don't know he's lived for so long that he just doesn't actually think he can die so he's just like i'm just gonna go to sleep because there's nothing you can do it's such a weird ending it. to the movie and then it just abruptly was like and it's over the end yeah which i was and that is the ending so also confused with the abrupt ending i guess i didn't expect it to be that abrupt or for him to die so easily. It or was, for you to peel that sticker. It was strange. Yeah. That he died so... It was like anticlimactic almost. Unceremonious death. Yeah. We didn't even care. Just quick poke in the ribs. You're dead, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah that was it. I don't know. Just left his wives and his pet bee to fucking chill alone in their coffins. So sad. Not sad. It's not sad. So but... sad. But also, I'm just kind um, of so confused by the end of that. Does this movie have a thing where, like, if you kill the vampire that made other vampires, the other vampires are like I think so, yeah. Dead slash no longer vampires. Probably. Which one would it be? Would it be dead or would it be no longer vampires? Where they die? I've never seen one where they die. Okay, so they just like are no longer vampires. So like. Yeah, that's all I've ever. Do seen. you think his pet bee is no longer a vampire bee? Do you think he's the one who turned that vamp that bee into a vampire? Or do you think, think that B? Do you think that B turned him into a vampire? <gasps> wow. Yeah, I think the I think that's how it had to have happened. So the B is, I don't know who's the vampire that turned Dracula into a vampire. That B. Yeah, but what, like. I think that in in so the I think, vampire I think history. Vampire history, like is there it, like, like real a vampire life that yeah is there? A no, vamp- he's like the original. So he's like. That's why Dracula is like such a. Huge. Who's Nosferatu then? He's just some dude. I don't know. I don't is know. I don't Vlad think the Impaler does anybody, think, or is he just? Dracula? I don't think Nosferatu really fits into Dracula. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's the bee. Nosferatu turns into the bee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, just like that movie. Um, you thought he died at the end of that movie because like the sun that, hit him and like he Just like that movie with uh, with Lawrence Fishburne. No, no, no. Who's that guy that plays as the father in? Um, in uh, Boys in the Hood. I can't remember his can't name. Maybe that is his name. Maybe Lawrence right. Fishburne? Maybe. So who's that guy chasing... That was Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, it is Lawrence Fishburne. Then. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just like that Lawrence Fishburne movie, uh, it's Nosferatu and the Bee. Instead of Aquila and the Bee. Oh, he was in that? No, I don't think so. He uh, played Aquila. I thought he was the dad in that. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. He was the, the Bee in We're that. We're not... He was the Bee. Yeah. And he's the Bee in this movie, so yeah. And he Bees in... This is... Uh, he Bees in the Trap. Yeah. Yeah, starring Nicki Minaj. Oh, that's a good movie. Bees in the Trap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent film. I give that one a B. 
A B plus. Do we give this movie a B? Are we rating movies? No, but this one. Give it a solid B or opossum. A solid buzz buzz. Buzzy buzz. Buzzy buzz out of... I don't know. Uh, armadillo? <laughs> <laughs> that was a very tired laugh. I'm very tired laugh. I'm very tired. The laughs I'm in this tired. are very tired. I'm wasted. I'm sorry. I streamed three hours tonight. I love of you, darling. Just fucking cooking chicken. All Stephen did today was bake so many chickens. I didn't bake them though. Okay. I All I did them. was cook so many chickens. I apparently have to fucking. The whole stream... house is filled with like I have how to stream many chickens? Three hours every They're night. They're just piled. How am I gonna do that in the room? I don't have time for that shit. Streaming three hours every night. You gonna come hang just out with do me? Just an hour. No, I do three hours every night. Of cooking chickens. Every day? I mean, most nights. Dude, I actually got like three followers tonight. I don't know. Yeah, no, that was, it was good. It was Just, a good time. I was like, why is this happening? It was fun. But, yeah, but, like, they we were actually like to really do, good. do like house stuff. I know, I don't have time for streaming. I don't do it. I wish we had a fucking dishwasher. I don't. Those are so much more work than fucking <sighs> I guess technically, but I would feel better because like... You just put them away in that and you wouldn't see them no, anymore? No, you put them in there and then they wouldn't be sitting around like That's dirty, That's what I'm saying, yeah, really you wouldn't gross. see them anymore. No, because when I used to I put mean, whatever, dishes but... in the dishwasher, they were clean yeah. and then, yeah, I had to put them up still, but like... Dishwashers, though, I don't think are good. Ours broke I think they promote being lazy. Yeah, but we're just being lazy and letting food sit out and then we get 500 ants and mold. Um, we didn't get any ants on the food, okay? They were Not on the food. cake. Not that food, they wanted the sugary sweet stuff. They want the cake. Yeah, they went for the cake. Which and the cake was put away though. Too. It was just not in a, like it wasn't in a sealed container. We put it in a box. The box that it came. Our cake. That was a great cake. It was a great cake. It was also twenty dollars. Well, it was. We ate most of it, right? No, we ate two thirds of it. So yeah, I guess we ate more than half. I don't care. It was fine. It was all oh, crusty from so the night. Sad, yeah. It's fine. I'm not upset about it. Also, it was like a week old. Yeah. Rip cake. Rip cake. Fucking goddamn ants. We need something to get rid of ants. Yeah, I don't know. Some anticide. <laughs> we need some antacid. <laughs> no, don't burn them with acid. Antacid? I just want... That's funny. Cinnamon to work better. Cinnamon toast crunch? Synonym toast crunch? We'll just eat it. I guess they wouldn't eat it. <laughs> they probably would. They're like, this is fucking delicious. Wow. We love cinnamon. It no, I did see that one ant just walking through it. You didn't care at all. Didn't give a fuck. No, it didn't. Oh, God. They pissed me off so much, though. I yeah. don't know what it is. It's so just that about, there's like 20 hundred. But that about wraps up this episode? That about wraps up my dick. Do you want to I don't know. Else? Um, it was a good movie. Was Are it, you attacking me? It was a good movie. I'm not attacking you. Yeah, so this might be one of the last episodes that we do by ourselves. This might be one of the last episodes we ever do because the You're podcast excited? is canceled. No, I'm just kidding. Podcast is not canceled. However, we need a tighter schedule. We need a tighter button. Sorry about the late releases, you guys. I know that no one out there is listening on time, but, uh, you know... I really want to hold myself accountable on this because I want this to be something that I really work on and like we produce frequently for you guys and we set schedules mostly for ourselves. but uh, I don't know why I feel so bad about like not releasing this last week but I do and, I, and I'm really sorry about that I'm trying it's hard to ask you guys to be like loyal to us and like tell your friends about the podcast and stuff and then we like kind of don't present ourselves to you very well and i'm sorry about that I, re I really am i know that it's like something that you don't care about but it's probably just it weighs heavy on myself really i want to be like super reliable with this and i don't want i don't want to like be lazy about it it's it's something fun and good and and it's you know at the end of the day it's successful already because we have like a lot of our friends involved with it 
And we're building a catalog of episodes that like our friends can go back and listen to the episodes that they're on and they're a part of. And they can say, wow, I was really funny or I can do better. Or um, they might even come back and like try and want like one up themselves or one up each other. And it's going to be so much fun uh, for all of our friends to be able to go back and listen to uh, and ourselves to listen to like six months from now or a year from now when we have like a huge catalog. We could go back and listen to this stuff and it's it's fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm learning a lot about editing with various software. It's so cool. I'm learning about like what not to do when recording and <laughs> I'm probably going to end up learning about different microphones because I don't know. This one's whatever, but um, it's a lot of fun e- either way. Like I like to learn. I'm constantly challenging myself with different tasks that I probably shouldn't just jump right into, but I am. And Sarah, you're learning a lot about me, how boring I am, and about how my toes are really Very no- knuckly. sexy and sticky with jizz. Uh, they're none of that. Oh. But yeah, are you getting anything out of this that you've yeah. noticed already? No. Yeah, no, I'm funny, and um, it just makes me more certain that I'm funny. <laughs> more certain that you're funny. <laughs> also, since all I do is watch stuff all the time, I'm analyzing stuff. I guess, in a way, but also just talking shit about it. Yeah. But it's like being productive while also being That's a true. lazy bitch at the same time. I'm noticing... Like, I don't really use my, my brain a lot anymore. It's just turning into a mushy pile of ass. Yeah. And now I am, like, this much. That much? So using your brain a little, a little bit. more? I've little noticed bit. that my notes are getting better. My notes probably just suck, but, like... I mean, they're probably better than mine. I'm trying not to write down the plot so much as I am, like, interesting things about the plot, because I don't want to, like, I don't want to read the plot straight to everyone. They can yeah. they can Wikipedia this stuff on their own. Wikipedia is not a reliable source. Yeah, I know. But it is, though. One time in seventh grade. It actually really is a reliable source, though. We were using it to learn about windmills, and someone had changed part of it to say the pussy word. The pussy word. Yeah, now um, though like you get fucking some random word if you were, if you mess up articles on Wikipedia now they IP ban you nice. and they change it back. Yeah, yeah, someone did that it's, shit. It's pretty and reliable. Then I think we had like we Somewhere. stopped using it in school after that. Oh yeah, I wasn't allowed to use it either. But well, the, like we were supposed to look at that article for some kind of worksheet, and then since it was fucked up, our teacher was like, "Oh God!" and then we well, can't funny. use Wikipedia anymore. Yeah. Yep. Well, that sucks. Um, <laughs> Rip Wikipedia. Yeah, when I first started streaming, I know this isn't related at all, but when I first started streaming, um, I felt like I didn't want to say anything when I thought people were looking at me. Yeah. Is that weird? I mean, I guess it's not weird, but, like, being behind a camera and being, like, center stage to something that people are spending their time entertaining themselves with, and you have to, like, really present, um, it feels like a lot of pressure. Yeah. It feels like something I don't want to do, but, like, also I do kind of love it i don't know i like it and i think something that i learned from my streaming is just to like not really care so much what people think about you because you're yourself and just be yourself so like i i'm hoping that i learn more about me as we go through the podcast it's cool i don't have to like try so hard but i do anyway because i think one of the things i've learned about myself is that i like to challenge myself with things that i don't know how to do and then i learn it and then i move on so hopefully that doesn't translate to me just hating the podcast. But... <laughs> and now to move on from this. Yeah, I mean, I... Let's burn it to the ground. I'm not going to lie. A lot of times when I think I've perfected something, I just, I move on. But, like, that's something with my stream that I've never done is, like, found that point of where I'm truly satisfied. Like, I'll learn how to, like, do a thing 
better and then i won't move on to another thing i'll find that becomes my new standard and i want to improve on that and that becomes my standard and i never get to a point where i truly think i cannot improve so hopefully that's what we do with the podcast is we always improve and i want to keep improving and i I, we go back and listen to our own podcast and you know we laugh and i do a lot of laughing at our podcast because we're fucking hilarious but i also do a lot of crying a lot of judging we do a lot of crying (laughs) we hold hands and we cry and we like fuck we we don't fuck. We say fuck. Uh, <laughs> and then we fuck. And we could do better. And, and then we cry. Somewhere. And we try to do better. Like, we heard all the pops and creaks, and we fucking got a couch. And, like, we're sitting in a couch right now, so that way we don't do any more creaks. And We spent $2,000 on a no, couch. We didn't. No, we didn't do that. We spent $0. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying out different audio software just to, like, see what really works for me. And I'm liking some stuff, but also I'm not liking other things. Editing is hard guys i'm hard editing is hard if you have any tips for editing please give me the tip because i need it. only the tip only the tip i need it i really <laughs> need it yeah i'm learning that i have a different chemistry with different people which is really cool i, I want to surround myself with people that i really vibe with Does and they're kicked off there are some people that i do not vibe with no you're, you're fine i can talk <gasps> i'm to no you. longer a host I can talk to you there's some banned. people that i just can't, can't talk with or to or i don't know but i mean i'm sure we'll have guests like that that we just don't really click with and then That's we'll have scary well guests that we do click with i don't know it's more about like being ourselves and not letting them influence us when they're yeah. on because I, that's really easy to do is to let like your mood and your atmosphere change when someone else is present it's important to stay who you are throughout that though and i i really i'm worried that maybe we'll do that because we're not really experienced enough hosts but, you know, we're going to keep doing it, and we'll find out. We've had a lot of guests already, and we're going to keep bringing people on. And soon, uh, people on. soon Robbie's going to come on the podcast, like, full-time, I think. Mm-hmm. He seems like he's into that, and that should be around episode 10. I think he wants to try and do episode 10. So that'll be fun. I, I'm interested to see how having three people goes as far as, like, having it's like talking about movies. And I beyond that, I'm interesting, interested to see, like, how a four man podcast goes when we go to interview people do like would you rather questions with four people that's gonna be a lot of fun yeah should be a lot of laughs and uh yeah i don't know it's gonna be exciting this year is coming up exciting just like my pants exciting exciting when they come off when they come off yeah all right well that about does it thanks for listening to us you guys that wraps up this episode of the audience two podcast woo yay closing remarks sarah Bye. Bye. <laughs> no, uh, we actually we actually get to sign off with a good uh, plug for our own podcast this time. If you uh, have any questions at all, email us. I've given you the email countless times. Email us. If you like us, then like, like us, review us, subscribe to us. Tell your friends. We don't ask for money, but we do ask for support. You can do that in so many ways. Keep listening to the podcast. Talk to us. Fucking give us your message that you really like like us and think that we can improve even if you don't think that we're good now just look to where we could be later with your help tell your friends about us if you know someone who doesn't know what a podcast is you don't have to tell them about us but you should definitely encourage them to check out podcasts like a huge portion of the world has never heard of a podcast before you could change their lives 
There are so many good things out there. Like, be that bridge for them. You can do that. Yeah, like us, rate us, review us, email us, talk to us, tell your friends about us, suck our dicks. I don't know, do something. But, like, you can show your support in so many ways. And I really, really thank you for listening to us. Have a good night.